in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Happy Friday to everybody. And how did you feel about the NFL schedule release? We covered it live on YouTube right here in the Sportsocracy in the Ingalls studio. Always coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. Ingalls supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. I'm Tank Spencer. Flostradamus Jeremy Green is here as well, of course. And, it, 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 I mean, it's time to chop up the schedules. How did we feel about each and every team in the NFL? We've been going through the schedules all day long, and we will cover every division here over the next two hours. So welcome into the program. Don't forget to go to the sportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link subscribe to the channel and guess what uh we are going to uh we're going to have all of your schedule information here as well as your picks for the nba games coming up tonight green on green and the five on it on the way over the next two hours so jeremy let's start out of course with the hometown team the carolina panthers in the nfc south the panthers well it's not going to be a great season for you no, I mean this team is is not overly good. But there's things to be happy about. Mm-hmm. I mean the schedule's not terribly daunting. But terribly daunting, I mean it's not <laughs> god awful. I mean it's not good. Right. But it's not as bad as it could have been. Well, I mean, is that how you read this? I thought it could be drastically worse. I don't see how it could be drastically worse. I mean, because you do end up with really tough opponents going up against the AFC North and the NFC West. I don't think the NFC West is as good as other people think it is. Aside from aside from the Seattle Seahawks, I think that's a very, very tough division. And see, I don't. I, I mean... I mean and I shouldn't say it that way. I don't think the Cardinals are good. I don't think the Seahawks are good. The 49ers, I have much better than I probably should. But, I mean, other than that, yeah, you got the Rams, yeah, you got the 49ers, but, I mean, there's two very winnable games in there. Uh, if you're watching on our YouTube stream, you will be able to see I am going through every team schedule by schedule. And at the end of this show... You'll know exactly who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Carolina Panthers will start out the season at home against the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, it, I, I mean, you do start out if you believe that the Arizona Cardinals are not uh, are not that good. And as I believe, there will be no Deshaun Watson for the first few weeks of the season for the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, that's still a big question mark. Uh, I mean, you start out the first four weeks with – three quote-unquote winnable games the Cleveland Browns at the Giants get the Arizona Cardinals in there as well New Orleans Saints sandwiched in between those though in week three that's going to be your first big tough test 
I, I just went through the schedule. I have Carolina at 4-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I've done this 1,600 times, and I, I can't get above six. I really can't. Right. I can't get above six wins. I don't see how it's going to happen. Right. Uh, Carolina Panthers, hopefully they will have a resurgence this year with Christian McCaffrey coming back healthy. The offensive line fix, the defense has never been a, or has has not been a problem the last couple of years. So hopefully things will sway their way. But the tough schedule does not lend for a lot of wins for the Carolina Panthers. Now let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Because I can't get the Falcons more than three wins. It doesn't go well for me. Anytime I've done this, it has been three. I think I did get to five one time. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's this team's not good. And, and here's the thing. I routinely say, if you're going to be bad, be really, really bad. And I think atlanta holds up their end of that bargain you don't have a great quarterback you don't have uh amazing weapons other than cordero patterson and and kyle pitts i just don't see this team well, i mean drake london you, well, you have weapons you're yeah. not a quarterback it's still a question though it's still a question of you know there are a lot of people that believe that drake london may not be a great receiver in this league i'm not saying i'm one of them I'm just saying it is a question mark for a lot of people. And I think those people are silly. I know you do. Because I love Drake London. I think he's a fantastic receiver. And you put him on the other side of Kyle Pitts, and it's to me, it's a it's a match made in heaven. On the YouTube stream, I just went through it. Atlanta Falcons, 2-15. and 15. Oh, All righty then. Going to be fighting for that number one pick next year. And, uh, you know, despite the fact that you did get Desmond Ritter in this draft, you'll have the opportunity to draft a really good quarterback at the top of the first round next year. Uh, I have them beating Carolina in Atlanta, and I have them beating Chicago in Atlanta. Other than that, it's kind of tough to, mm. to see how they're going to win any any more than that right i don't see the atlanta falcons having a good season um but there again this is the building for the future mm-hmm. building for the well, future. i mean you had in large part if you're going to be good in this league you have to be really bad before you're good well atlanta has done the really bad part so now you just got to build the team down the line mm-hmm. now we get to the other two teams in that division and this is where the spicy take of mine has now spilled over onto you because you see it my way. Well, here's the thing. I thought this division, I believe this division is going to be super close at the top between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. A lot of tough games on the schedule for both teams. Just, I mean, it's going to be a make or break one game kind of thing. One one key game in the season. I don't know what what game that's going to be. Maybe it's going to be the matchup for against the L.A. Rams for both of them um, to determine who wins the division. I think this is a really good Saints team. It is a good Saints team, and I mean, you know, it is a good Saints team. They're better than you thought they would be. And then after I saw the schedule last night. You know, there's a better than zero chance that your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to win this division. I went through the entire thing twice. I went through the entire thing did twice. It, did it? Did it just break your heart? It did break. Did my it heart. just hurt? It broke my heart because both times I went through it 
and the New Orleans Saints win this division. Now, the, the two teams ended up tied both times I did it, but because of the tiebreaker, and I think it all came down to the fact that in the NFC North 17th game matchup, they wound up, uh, the New Orleans Saints wound up with the Minnesota Vikings, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wound up getting the Green Bay Packers. That's like the big difference to me between the two schedules. I've done this just a a good number of times. Mm -hmm. I cannot stop putting the New Orleans Saints at 12 and 5 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 11 and 6. I've done it over and over and over again because I thought, oh, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being spicy. Maybe I'm trying to, you know, get under your skin. And no, I've come to the conclusion that I Mm -hmm. feel like the New Orleans Saints are going to win this division and Tampa Bay is going to finish second. I have the Saints at 12 and five, the Bucks at 11 and six. Yeah. To me, that's too many losses uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you know, you also believe that. Tampa's going to go to Pittsburgh and lose. I think that's much more daunting than you believe it is. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in Pittsburgh at all. That, 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 that is the you one thing that I have learned. way more than you do. Oh, absolutely. That is the one thing that I have learned over this uh, scenario. Last year, I got all of the crap about the Las Vegas Raiders. This year, I'm going to get all of the crap about the Pittsburgh Steelers because I, I just don't believe in that team. You don't have a quarterback that I believe in. Uh, yes, I still believe in your coach, but your schedule is hard and we are gonna obviously talk about that schedule coming up later um but the new orleans saints uh, i mean if they're gonna be a, a real contender we're going to find out right in the meat of their schedule uh just throwing this out there the saints are uh plus a quite a nice number to win their division yes we might have something at the end of this show that goes to that if you watch our college football fridays through the season you might know what it is that I'm going to do before we put this in mothballs until the uh, fall. Those who don't believe in the Saints don't believe in Jameis Winston. And and I get not believing in Jameis. Here's what I don't understand. How do you look at that defense and go, oh, they're they're 8-9. You don't have to be all that good. You just have to be good enough. Mm-hmm. The The stretch between uh, week six and week 13 goes like this for them. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Arizona Cardinals, Las Vegas Raiders, Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the LA Rams at the 49ers, and then at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is a gauntlet that New Orleans is going to have to get through to be able to win this division. And I'm not going to lie, I have them losing to the Ravens. I have them losing to the 49ers. I have them losing to your Bucks in Tampa, and I have them losing to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they still win the division. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bets on the board. After last night, after looking at the schedule, one of my favorite bets on the board is New Orleans Saints to win the division. Okay. New Orleans Saints to win the division. That's a really good division. Mm-hmm. Now we go to, I, when I woke up this morning, I said I was only going to say nice things. A less than good division. The NFC least. In the NFC least, I don't see a way that the Philadelphia Eagles don't come out as the division champions. And I don't either, to be really honest with you. The more I've done this, the more I cannot figure out, how do you not win this division? We did this this morning over and over and over again because every time we did it, 
somehow the Eagles were 9-0. and mm-hmm. Or they were whatever the case may be. It just kept happening. The beginning of that schedule is super easy, especially if you compare it to the schedules that wound up being uh, uh, given to the NFC South. The NFC East, we've seen, if you've seen one of those graphics about hardest schedules, the NFC East teams are all at the bottom with the easiest schedules based on last year's winning percentage. But when you start out a season, you have a pretty decent team. You just added an elite weapon in A.J. Brown. I get we a lot of us don't really believe in Jalen Hurts, but still, they made the playoffs last year. And mm-hmm. does A.J. Brown make him a better quarterback? I believe the answer has to be equivocally yes. And I would agree. So the beginning of the schedule for them comes out with uh, Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Texans, the, the and the and the Commanders. That is a pretty easy schedule. Uh, live on the YouTube stream, I just went through the Eagles schedule. I was as mean to them as I could possibly be. I graded this as harshly as I could. They still went eleven and six. Mm-hmm. Still. You play the Jaguars and the Lions and the Texans, and oh my good lord, the schedule's terrible. <laughs> They're the only team in the league that I looked at and went, I, I don't see how you're not going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys get a, a pretty t- tough start to the season because they the go. The start's ugly. Yeah. Well, they go Bucks and the Bengals back to back first two weeks. Then you get two division games against the Giants and the Commanders. But then you go with the Rams and the Eagles. That's that's a tough start. The back end of that schedule is not, not great. It's not pretty. So, it's not pretty. Flat out. I mean, you end this season with the Eagles at the Titans and Washington. That's not ideal. Because mm-hmm. Washington, look, I like Washington to a point, And I think they could be competitive in this division. I think there is a much higher likelihood that with six weeks to go in this season, Washington's re- feeling really good about where they are, and the Cowboys are talking about the disaster that has been the 2022 NFL season. Right. Because you, it, they, they got just annihilated by the schedule, and I'll tell you why. We've all seen the graphic of, oh, well, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Do they, though? I mean, do they really? You, you start out with Tampa. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in Jerry World. I don't care if you play it on the moon. It doesn't matter to me. They're better than you mm-hmm. by a lot. Then you play the Bengals. They're also better than you. Joe Burrow against that secondary. And yeah, there are winnable games. You get the Bears. You get the Lions. I keep doing it. I keep coming out at either nine and eight or ten or, or ten and seven. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yep. And then there's the the, the 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 teams at the at the cellar of this division, and I don't think it's as drastic as you do. I, I do. I think there's a four game split between the Dallas Cowboys and the uh, Washington Commanders, and I don't see the Giants winning a whole lot of games. You have you have been tough on the on the Giants. You have been tough on the Commanders. I am mm-hmm. not as. I mean, in the breakdown, I've got them both at five and twelve. So it's not exactly like I'm in love with any of them. But it's more because I'm just so convinced that the Eagles the Eagles will sweep through them. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys will sweep through them. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in Carson Wentz. 
I don't trust Carson Wentz in the least. How can you? After what you saw last year with the Indianapolis Colts and the, the, the meltdown that happened at the end of the season, how can you believe in him being the, you know, you know, the, the, the leader of the Washington Commanders? Now, week one, you're going to get your chance at some payback there, Carson Wentz, because you wound up with the Jacksonville Jaguars in week one. So the Washington Commanders, they actually should start out 0 and, or 2-0. and 0. And I, 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 well, I have them. <clears throat> you have them losing to the Detroit I do. Lions? I just, I, Stop. look, Detroit's schedule, and we'll get to the North later in this hour, Detroit's schedule is one of those that I keep coming around to. Detroit's better than they were last year. They're going to be able to run the ball really well. I like the offense. The mm-hmm. defense is going to be a struggle. And I would say the number I have on Detroit's going to be higher than people thought. Because if you come up against a team that can't just shoot out with you, and look, I've already said I don't trust Carson Wentz. Right. They're going to be able to beat teams that are their level or worse. Now, are they going to go in and beat the Cowboys? No. Washington's just, they're in that five, six, seven win range to me. Yep. You tied yourself to the wrong quarterback. And I go back to what I said, was what, three weeks before free agency? How much different would I feel about this team if you had Jimmy Garoppolo? Right now, you're one more Carson Wentz doing exactly what it is that he does constantly from this being Taylor Heineke and looking exactly like it did last year. Right. And the schedule didn't do you any favors. No. They don't go back-to-back bad opponents really at any point in the schedule except for a stretch where they go Texans, Falcons, Giants three straight weeks. Mm -hmm. And And then they get a bye week and get the Giants again. And before that, they had gone Eagles, Vikings, Colts, Packers, there's a Titans in there split up by the Bears. Mm-hmm. Just You didn't get a lot of advantages there. And then that brings us to the cellar dwellers, the New York Giants. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones. It's just not going to happen. Like I, This is one of those things I'm going to have to see it on the field to believe that this is a team that has been turned around. Do I like their new head coach? Yes, I do. Do I like the fact that they brought in Wink Martindale? Absolutely. I think that's right. But, uh, okay, I'm I'm going to say something, and this is not going to be popular with Giants fans. Do you know who you are right now? You're the New York Jets a year ago. It's exactly who you are. I believe in the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I, th- I believe in the front office. I believe in it all. The problem is that you have a deficit in terms of players. You're paying a copious amount of money to a lot of guys that I don't buy. Kenny Galladay. Um, sorry, had something caught there. Would you believe more in Kenny Galladay if he had a legitimate quarterback throwing in the No, because he can't stay healthy. Okay. And we've gone two years in a row, he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So I have the Commanders and the Giants both at 5-12. and 12. The Cowboys at 9-8. and eight. And, and much like Chris D said in our YouTube comments, the Eagles are going to win this division. Yes. And I don't think it's going to be all that close. No, because the offseason that they've had has just been phenomenal. Well, and it's not even that. The division was gift-wrapped to them by the schedule. Jalen Hurts only has to be almost as good as he was last year. I don't need you to take a step forward. Now you have the things around you where you can be that same guy. And you're going to win 11, 12, 13 games. Mm -hmm. The NFC least, it will live up to its name. They're two they're they're two less than great teams in that division. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst division in football again. And just an injury or two away from being no doubt the worst division 
in the NFL. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Coming up next, we'll talk about the NFC West. Just how bad does Jeremy believe his best team in the NFC from two years ago has become down in the desert? I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. I do love a good Twitter troll, Jeremy, and I know you do as well. Uh, I usually am one. (laughs) In three days this past week, in three days, a Twitter troll got 10,000 likes or subscribers or followers. That's what it is. Uh, you can see how much I do social media. You stuff. don't Twitter much. I don't Twitter much. Uh, 10,000 followers in three days. The account that was set up at NFL Game Leaks. And the only oh, yeah, thing I... that they did was just put out BS schedules all week long. I fell for it. You did. I fell for it. There were a lot of blue check marks that fell for it as well as they just retweeted the crap that this dude was putting out in three days, 10,000 followers. And then yesterday morning, um, whoever it was, I keep calling him him. It could have been a woman. Um, they, they dropped the bomb of literally everything I put out was not real. It was false. It was all false. The New York post fell for it. Uh, many, many, many people fell for it at nfl game leaks yesterday morning at 11 47 a.m said y'all idiots will really believe anything that you see on the internet without fact checking your sources anyone who has a blue check uh check my likes who retweeted me needs to have their check taken away uh well i agreed i didn't do that so i just saw it and went oh our schedule's brutal then i saw the real schedule and went can we have that other one back Mm -hmm. I i want that other schedule back 10,000 likes in three days. The USFL just managed to again tell me uh, not a real big boy league. In last week's game, Michigan Panthers coach and former Tennessee Titan coach Jeff Fisher tried to audible his point after decision. In the USFL, you can go for one, two, or three, which has already told me it's not really a big boy league. Anyway, he changed his mind, called a timeout, and then tried to go for two. The only problem is the officials said, no, can't do that. Well, the USFL realized maybe we shouldn't have done that. In their press release last week, the Michigan Panthers scored a touchdown, tried to go for two, and we didn't allow them to. Well, we're changing that rule. Starting in week five, the USFL has accepted a proposed rule change from Jeff Fisher that will now allow Coach to use a timeout to change his original extra point option. Mm -hmm. That is the most, yeah, I don't need to watch this press release i've ever seen what? we're changing the rules as we're going it was stop a, that's a stupid rule 
It's a stupid rule in the first place. It's stupid that you can go for three in football. I agree with that. However, I mean, coach changes his mind, sets up to go for two in a Why would you change your mind? Why would you change your mind? I don't know. Like just, Maybe he didn't like the defense. Maybe he didn't like you the coverage. Don't, I don't know. D- d- Jeff Fisher must just not do well at drive throughs I'll take a number one. Oh, no! I wanted chicken nuggies! <laughs> so even then, you could call a timeout and audible. You can, <sighs> He's you that guy. That. He's that guy that orders. They make his food, and he pulls around and goes, So, sorry. I don't want what I just ordered. Can I order new things now? Leading up to the NFL schedule release, uh, I said several times, watch out for what is going to happen with the Arizona Cardinals schedule. It's and so bad. The first six weeks of the season, which they will be without Deshaun Watson, because, or excuse me, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, because of the uh, positive PED test that he turned in, they could very well wind up 0-6. Now they're gonna be there. There, there's some games in there that are winnable, but you start out with the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Rams first three games of the season. That's zero and three, no doubt in my mind. Then you go to the Carolina Panthers. You can win that game. You get. I don't have them winning that game. I, 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 I oh, you don't. I don't oh, have them winning that game. I do have them winning that game, but that's the only game in the first six weeks that I have them winning because after that they ha- they host the Philadelphia Eagles and then have to go to the Seattle Seahawks. This is one of those things that I really prey on: is people not looking at the psychology of this. If this team starts off zero and three, and they're going to, mm-hmm. this will come off the rails in a hurry. The, first the Kyler Murray strife, the Cliff Kingsbury thing. I have the Arizona Cardinals at 3-14. and 14. I think they're one of the worst teams in this league. The first time I went through the schedule, I had them with four wins. The second time I went through the schedule, I had them with two wins. This could be god-awful. I think it's just – and look, I don't think they're one of the five least talented teams. No. I think they're very poorly coached. I think there's a lot of drama around that team. And the DeAndre Hopkins thing just put the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. Then you look at the schedule and go, you're going to be one in five at best. Mm -hmm. That is your best case scenario. And then you have a very tough stretch from week 10 all the way down to week 15 as you've got the Rams, the 49ers, the Chargers, (laughs) then the bye week. Then you got to take on the New England Patriots, which you could very well see Cliff Kingsbury getting out coached by Bill Belichick. Oh, you're and going to say that. The question is, does Bill have enough horses right. to keep up with that offense? And then, and I'm going to say yes. And then, oh, speaking of horses, they have to go to the Denver Broncos that next week. It's not going to be a good year. Oh, you talk and, about a team that's going to be angry when they see where I have them. No The doubt. Denver Broncos. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's one that you're not going to – you're not going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Okay. All right. We'll talk about the AFC West coming up in the next hour. Uh, also in the NFC w- NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, this is a team that you haven't believed in in two years. Nope. And now they're going to crater into the world. Now they have no Russell Wilson. They have Drew Locke and 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 Geno Smith as their quarterbacks, mm-hmm. unless they make a move. Still possible that they can make a move, but why would you when you know that at best case scenario, you're going like five wins? 
I fully believe that this team's going to crater into the ocean and be picking number one next year. I think this is the worst team in the league based on the talent on the roster, the schedule, and all of the other mitigating factors. Mm -hmm. I have gone up and down this trying to figure out where exactly are you supposed to win games? You start off with Denver, who is going to annihilate you. Agreed. Then you go San Francisco. There is a two-week window with the Falcons and the Lions. Mm -hmm. Then I legitimately could see a path where they don't win a game for which secret, two months. Secret time, I don't have them winning both of those games. Uh, I don't either. I'm losing the Lions. I did too. <laughs> yeah, but then you go a long time before you can win another game. Um or before you probably will win an, uh, more than one more game. Just, yeah, the schedule just didn't play well for them in Seattle. Uh, you know, you want to run the ball in a passing league. I'm going to be out on that from the jump. Sorry. Then the two teams at the top of the division. Let's talk about the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco... They got a question at quarterback with Trey Lance. But is the rest of that team good enough to make them an actual contender? I don't think Trey Lance has to be that good. I really don't. I think Trey Lance has to be a a mobile threat. He has to be good enough to get the ball to Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because probably more so than any team in the NFL – the schedule did them a ton of favors. Okay. You start off with Chicago and Seattle. That's two really good get-your-feet-wet games for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Then, yes, you do play Denver. You get the Rams at home. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't been able to beat San Francisco at home in forever. Then you go Carolina Falcons before you get into the real meaty part of your schedule. I almost can't find a way that the San Francisco 49ers are not the one seed in the NFC. I And now not. that's the one that could burn me. There is mm-hmm. no pick that you will hear in this entire show that could burn me worse than San Francisco. I went because to- if Trey Lance is just a turnover machine, can't get acclimated, it's it could get ugly. Yeah. In the two times that I went through it, I I ended up they had uh 12 wins one time, 11 wins another time. I don't feel like that offense is going to be high-powered enough to keep up with other high-powered offenses. Like the Los Angeles Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders. Games like that are going to be super close, in my opinion. And it's going to come down to, does Trey Lance have his big boy panties on to be able to win these games? Well, I mean, and that's where things could go sideways. You know, if you go through that stretch... I have them losing to the Chiefs. I have them losing to the Rams. After the bye week, four of your five games are at home. That's about as good as you could ever hope for. Mm -hmm. Because now you'll have half a season worth of tape on Trey Lance. Figure out exactly how to do this. And I trust virtually nobody in the NFL of how to use him more than I would trust Kyle Shanahan. That's the number that, I mean, I got him at 13-4. That's the number people will see and go, wow, that is drastically better than I would have thought. It's putting a lot of faith in what is essentially a rookie quarterback. And I'm okay with that. And then the defending Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams, 
it's just like it was last year. This same time last year, we're going through the LA Rams schedule going, where are the losses? Oh, there's some. There are some. There's a stretch. Mm -hmm. Like many contenders, they have a stretch that will tell you, are you the one seed or are you a wild card that has to fight your way through the playoffs? Mm Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately for them, I hate the opening week matchup for them. They're the reigning champion that is, I believe, going to get absolutely smacked in the mouth opening week. Do you know how many times that's happened? How many times the Super Bowl team, the defending... I don't remember a time. I've I've actually thought of this a couple times today. Twice. It's happened twice. 2012, the Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants in the opening game. And then in 2017... The Kansas City Chiefs. Remember that Monday night football game where we all got to meet Kareem Hunt? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I remember, remember watching that, that on a uh, on a uh, interrupted television uh, broadcast down in uh, D- the Dominican Republic. Watching the Kansas City Chiefs beat the New England Patriots on Monday night football. But that's only twice since they've been doing the NFL kickoff game for the last 20-something years. And the defending Super Bowl champion has been in that game. It's only happened twice that that team has lost. And I think it's going to happen this year. You're catching a very angry Buffalo Bills team. This is a shot on national television Mm -hmm. in a standalone game where you can go, hey, look at what we have now. Hey, look at all the toys we have now. And I I think you're good. And I'm not even talking about the Von Miller thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at this going, the Rams lost more than you think. They lost a lot of pieces. And I think it's going to take a minute for all of these things to coalesce. You pair that with one of my favorite teams who does have a former player of yours on their team that might have their hair a little more on fire than you're used to. That does not set up well for the Rams. Yeah. Now, that being said, I am going 11 and 6. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot more losses than I could come up with. I was fighting between three and five, and it was a stretch for me to get to five. Uh, the ones I have, I have them losing, uh, obviously, to the Bills in week one, at the 49ers, mm-hmm. at the Saints, at the Chiefs, at the Packers, and uh, against the Chargers. Yeah. That's six. And you're still a comfortable playoff team. Okay. Let's talk about the NFC North. The Green Bay Packers have a stranglehold on that division, and I don't think it stops. I don't, uh, you know, I obviously I care that Devontae Adams is no longer there. As well you should. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. And I, and I still believe that this team is going to give him another weapon. I can't get away from Odell Beckham Jr. winding up with the Green Bay Packers, which will give them a shot in the arm down the stretch of the season after Odell comes back from injury. We saw how effective he was late in the year last year with the Los Angeles Rams. You give him Aaron Rodgers, things could get very, very exciting for the Green Bay Packers. How many losses do you have for Green Bay? Four. And I tried aggressively to be hard on them. Four, and that's with a weird one. What is your weird one? The first week of the season. That's my two. The Minnesota Vikings upsetting so you know, them at home. We have no, we have discussed where we're at. We have not talked about individual games or anything like we that. We have not. Week one. I have them losing week one. Week too. one, you come out flat. It's just not working yet. Well, you they don't did it have last all year. The pieces. Yeah, absolutely. That Remember awful we game. Remember getting smoked by yeah. the Saints last year? Yep. 
And I and I I see a path for the same thing to happen with an underrated Minnesota Vikings team that you know will kind of put themselves on the map. I've got them losing that game. I've got them losing in Tampa in Week Three. I got them losing in Buffalo, and then I got another. You might consider this one strange, but the Tennessee Titans. I got the Tennessee Titans going in there and just snaking a victory in Lambeau. Yeah, that's not the one I have. Yeah. I have them losing to the Miami Dolphins okay. in Miami. That's not bad. I think they're going to struggle with Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're still 13-4, and four, and that will comfortably win you this division. No doubt. No doubt about it. Now, the second-place team in that division is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. We, and I, there's, I, there's no doubt about that to me. No, no, because Detroit's not there, and Chicago's god-awful. Chicago might go 0-17. Chicago's bad. They are. They are Chicago's very, bad. very bad. But the Minnesota Vikings, I I believe in that s- system that they've got up there. And with Kevin O'Connor coming in. Kevin O'Connor. Or, excuse me, O'Connell coming in. I think that offense is going to be terrifying. I've got them at 11-6. I think Minnesota's going to be that sneaky team that gets in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That that come the And we've talked about this. There are There is a clear delineation to me. Between the high-end front runners in the NFC and the rest of that conference. And I've said there is going to be a team that snakes it. Mm-hmm. They're going to snake that seventh spot, and I think it's the Minnesota, the, the Minnesota Vikings. But I think you look at the Minnesota Vikings schedule and go, there's not a really daunting stretch in there anywhere. There's some up-and-down weeks where, oh, my goodness, we got to play, uh, you know, we got to play the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, but the next week you get the Giants. So there's a lot of up and down for them. It's a, I mean, this Minnesota got more favors than practically any team in the league. Mm-hmm. If we believe the Cardinals are going to be down, they go Miami Dolphins, Cardinals, Washington Commanders, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys is a little tougher. That's where the schedule could flip. There's a three week stretch in week 11. They play the Cowboys, the Patriots and the Jets. Mm-hmm. They could lose all three of those games. Yep. The thing of it is, they're all three at home. All right, now let's. And I do not like having to go into that, especially if that team's good. Now you got to say the way I have the schedule breaking down, they're like what six and three, five and four going into that. Mm-hmm. So you have these three, and everybody's going to know this is the pivot point of the schedule. That place will be insanity. You'll have a lot of people that look like me with gigantic horns. Just, <laughs> over and over again and i i have them winning all three of those okay now let's talk about the detroit lions oh this is not this won't be pretty the team that's building i got them at five wins that's the best i could do though it's the best i could do you have i think done exactly what i did i got them beating seattle i got them beating the bears the giants the jaguars and the bears again that's that's the best you can hope for, I think. Uh, I have them winning four at home and two on the road. They beat Washington, Seattle, the Jaguars, and the Bears at home, and then they catch two on the road in a row at the Bears and at the Giants. Mm-hmm. Same thing. That's I thought you had them at five. Well, I mean, that's six. We had the same wins. I, you just had one extra than mm. I did. Than I did. I mean, look, this Lions team is better. And I told you, they're going to get a game that you don't expect them to. For me, it's Washington Week 2. Mm-hmm. I do not think they're better than Washington. 
However, you catch that home game. Let's say they're close with Philadelphia in week one. You got a little momentum. Washington's looking around going, can you believe we traded for this guy? Right. And they go into Detroit and get smacked. I do love the fact that they brought in DJ Shark. I do, you know, you pair him with Amonra St. Brown. I know we don't really believe in Jared Goff, but you have to remember Jared Goff can put up numbers. They've got DeAndre Swift, who is also going to be a pretty good weapon. The offensive line is good. That that, that offense is not going to be a problem. And depending on when Jameson Williams is able to come back, I mean, they they could put the fear of God into some teams this year. The defense is not good, which when they get into... When you know when they get into matchups against offenses that we really believe in, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like I'm staring at that Buffalo Bills game. It's gonna be tough. Oh yeah, well, I mean they're not winning more than six games, but that would be a great growth for them. Mm-hmm. You walk away, you walk out of this year with six wins. You got two picks in the first round next year. Everything's going your way. Everything's going exactly according to the plan. Uh, uh, not going according to plan is the Chicago Bears. I'll guarantee you, you do not have less wins for this team than I do. Unless you have them at zero, then I, I'm going to say you're, uh, I do too. Uh, I have a. Uh. I haven't won in 16. Mm-hmm. As do I. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily think they're that bad. I don't know if they're supposed to beat. Virtually every winnable game they have is on the road. I don't believe in Justin Fields. Now he has no weapons and he has no offensive line. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to believe in that? Could they go into Atlanta and beat Atlanta? I mean, in theory. Could they, they could. go in and beat Detroit? In theory. That's about it. Mm-hmm. I have them winning in week three against the Houston Texans. That's exactly who I have and them And that's beating. it. That's all and I could come up with. it's the same theory in reverse. It's Houston going on the road. I don't see any way you're going to go on the road and win a game. We hammered the pick when when they picked their uh, their new head coach, Matt Eberflus. Why would you go with a defensive coach when you just put all of your eggs in the basket of a quarterback? And then what did you do in the offseason? You focused on the defense. I mean, granted, they did make some pretty good, I will say some decent picks on the offensive line in the draft. To get and they're still some, rookies. Yeah. And exactly. they're still rookies with a kid that loves to take too long in the pocket. And their chief blocker is going to be basically a rookie because he was hurt last year in Tevin, Tevin Jenkins. Jenkins so, who I still maintain is a right tackle that's playing on the left side. Right. So it is not going to be pretty for the Chicago Bears, and they're going to they're going to be tasked with the big decision next year of, well, how bad was Justin Fields this past year? Do we need to go ahead and draft another quarterback at the top of this draft? Nope. No. You take Will, Will Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Take Will Anderson and be done with it. That's, that's your, actually the team I have picking up. I thought Khalil, it was Seattle. Yeah, that's your Khalil Mack replacement. Mm-hmm. You got hammered by Chicago fans for giving up on Khalil Mack. And this is going to be the replacement next year. And it's just this is exactly what I told you when they traded up for Justin Fields. This is the quarterback that needed the most around him. Mm-hmm. He has the most raw talent of any quarterback that was in that class. He also needs the most around him because he's the furthest away. And nobody wanted to listen to me, and everybody wanted to call me a moron. Uh, now you're the worst team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think it's all that close. There will be a few competitive games on that schedule. Oh, uh, I'm going to challenge a few. You mm-hmm. name those for me. Okay. What are the competitive games? The competitive games will be the Houston Texans in week three. Mm-hmm. 
I think the Giants game in week four will Scattered, be Scattered, smothered, and covered. Really? You're going to New York mm-hmm. at a time where, trust me, I've been a New York fan for a long time in more than one sport. Their fan base is going to be maniacal at that point mm-hmm. because they will st- they will still believe that with Dayball, oh, we can still make the playoffs this year because the division's bad. You caught that game at the wrong time. Right. They'll get eviscerated by the Giants. Okay. Uh, then I would say both games with the Lions will be competitive. The Atlanta Falcons game will be competitive. They could beat the Lions at home. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I don't either. I don't. But that's where you are. Because, unfortunately, you caught that game too late, too, because Detroit's already had their bye. And now I think those young pieces are going to start coming together and the defense is going to be slightly better. Mm -hmm. You're just not good. And it's going to be a 1-15-ish finish. There is no path to this team being any kind of good. Nope. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. We're going through the NFL schedule, giving you the uh, prognostication for the 2022 uh, season that will be coming up right before we know it. I know we've got a little bit of a lull coming, but you know what? We got Jeremy's picks to lean on for the NBA tonight. Green on Green is coming up next. River Ridge Marketplace in East Asheville has been a staple of Buncombe County for generations. And now they're inviting you to their spring fling, May 28th from 11 to 4. There'll be food from their great restaurants such as Happy Cinco de Mayo, JS Cafeteria, and many more. They'll also have sidewalk sales from their amazing vendors, snow cones, inflatables, and a petting zoo for the kids. So join me May 28th from 11 to 4 at River Ridge Marketplace. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Now is the time to get in the driver's seat of your career. Ingalls Markets is looking for new regional drivers to join our Land to Sky distributors fleet. Start with two weeks paid time off and paid holidays. Our drivers average over $80,000 per year and they're home every week. Land to Sky offers excellent pay and a great benefits package. Six months of CDLA driving experience is required to apply. Visit Ingalls-Markets.com careers to know more. That's Ingalls-Markets.com careers. Coffee's the closers only. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Well, the Mavericks kind of got me. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't quite see that coming. But try to get back on the right track tonight. Four picks in the NBA. First, the Milwaukee Bucks are a one and a half point favorite tonight at home against the Boston Celtics. This is where it ends. This is where the Celtics get put away, just like the Nets did. It's surprising to a lot of people, not even vaguely surprising to me. I got the Bucks minus the one and a half, under to 12 and a half. If this game stays close, go under. If you think the Celtics are going to find a way to pull this out or it's a blowout, go over. Finally, the Memphis Grizzlies are at eight-point dog tonight. Over-unders, 218 and a half. This scrappy little group of Grizzlies, I think there's more to worry about with the Warriors than they want to let on. 
I know I've heard all of the narratives of, oh, we just have to bury that game. Well, you better bury the two directly before that, too, because you looked exactly the same. It just didn't come back to bite you. I'm taking the Grizzlies plus the eight over 218 and a half. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. Take those wagers to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. My favorite button. Here we go. Who's going to break the news? Ha! Who's going to break the news? Give it to me. Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? This is from Adam Schefter. The Las Vegas Raiders have traded Brian Edwards at a 2023 seventh-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, no. In exchange for the Falcons' 2023 fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> That's just as groundbreaking as yesterday's Jared Stidham trade. Man, the Raiders are just... They're just out here us, making moves, just man. out here doing stuff. <laughs> like, hey, we have players. They should, they should go somewhere. Brian Edwards. Uh, the the Keelan Cole signing yesterday allowed you to do that. Keelan Cole now will be the three with the Raiders. If it's not him, it's Demarcus Robinson. They have four guys that could theoretically be the three. It's Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller. Mm -hmm. The Brian Edwards thing did not age well. I remember a time where I thought he was going to be a real player in this league. I remember that. And now you look at the Atlanta Falcons and... Shoe buddy. Shoe buddy. You Marcus, got Marcus Mariota has just a land of misfit toys outside of Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Old Drake London. Look for, look forward to that 50% target share between him and Kyle Pitts. Oh, it might be higher than that. <laughs> they might have a usage rate that looks like Luka Doncic in the NBA. But if Calvin Ridley comes back the next year and they don't trade him or anything. Uh, they that will. Could, that he will never play another game in Atlanta. You don't think so? No. No, they were ready to trade him before the suspension happened. Yeah, and then they found out about it, and they had to sit on it. And him. then they went, "No, yep. we we want to take your pick, but we're not gonna." Right, we can't. That do would that not that be to fair. You. Coming up in the next hour, we're gonna go through the rest of the uh, well, the AFC, all the AFC divisions with the 2022 schedule release coming out. Stick with us. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the Ingalls studio here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Of course, we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, and subscribe to the channel as well. We are covering in full the 2022 NFL schedule release, which happened last night, and we were covering it live in the Ingles studio. Ingles Supermarkets, low prices, love the savings, all of the NFC divisions. We've already covered those. Now it's time to talk about the AFC divisions. The AFC East, Jeremy's Jets, I guess we have to start there because, uh, you know, while you're so excited about your team, Jeremy, I still don't think there's going to be many wins on that schedule. Uh, I think there's more than you do. 
the, the, the they were done no favors by the schedule. No. The two best teams in the AFC North are what you start with. So you start with all four AFC North teams. Mm-hmm. You get the two that you had a shot to beat on the road. I gave them one. They they got they got one of those. They got uh uh. I didn't they give got, you one. Uh, one of those. I didn't give you one. In fact, you don't get a win for me until you play the New England Patriots in Week Eight. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even kind of agree with you there. Who are you supposed to beat? Uh, I have them beating mm-hmm. uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. I haven't beaten the Dolphins in New York. Which is hilarious to me that you think they'll beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a big difference between Pittsburgh in September and in November. There's a big difference there. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't buy your team nearly as much as everybody else does. Nearly as much as you buy your own? No. I mean, as nice as I was to the Jets, they still finish 7-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. that's about what they are with this schedule this is a seven and ten team okay to me that's too too many but this team's way better, better than you think they are I, I i mean i get it you look at the roster and you go they should be good on paper but mm-hmm. you got a whole lot of rookies you got a question mark still at quarterback in my opinion i know you feel great about his uh his locker room or his uh, gym videos. I I just like that he's put in the work. Everything I've heard out of New York's been good. Uh, And now the underrated part of the Jets, and this is why I gave them a win against uh, New England in in New York. That's why I gave them a win against Miami in New York. Mm -hmm. That secondary is top five in the league now. It's top five in the league. Sauce Gardner was unequivocally the number one corner in this class. They heavily invested in slot guys last year. Mm-hmm. You have pass rushers. I think they're going to sign Larry Ogunjobi and Quan Alexander within the next 48 hours. Okay. That's the vet leadership you need. The line's good. You're going to be able to run the ball. That team's really talented. Mm-hmm. That's young. So I'm not sitting here telling you they're going to make the playoffs. I think if you hear that, those people are out of their minds. But I do think this team's markedly better. And they're going to be tough to play at home. You got to. I'm going to tell you a dirty little secret about the Jets. It's why I laughed at five and a half wins. Mm-hmm. This fan base, which I have been a member of for my entire life, they've wanted this team to be good for the better part of 30 years. This is the most hope they've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go back to the Bill Parcells years. So those early games in New York are going to be way tougher than you think. The problem is that it's Baltimore and Cincinnati that has to withstand that right and i don't think they're gonna win one of those i'm starting one and three i do think there's a possibility they would beat the browns if there's no deshaun watson jacoby Brissett, the turnover machine uh, against that defense mm, yep but i don't think that's gonna happen so i gave it to cleveland okay but you do pick up one against the pittsburgh steelers I, yeah, we do on yes. the road yes okay all right <sighs> i do i, I mean I like your players. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how. I, I don't. I don't see it all coming together. You are still a year away from being a year away from me. Uh, you're drunk on that. You're a year away, and uh, the, the NFL stopping just uh, hammering you on the schedule. If this schedule was prettier, I, I think you would realize how much you actually like that talent mm-hmm. more than you think you do. Yeah. 
I the problem is that you're coming up against the toughest division to me outside of the AFC West in football, mm-hmm. and that's what you start with. Your first nine weeks are just so tough. And see, I'm not as dead sold on that as you are because I don't think Denver's as good as you do. Mm-hmm. I think New England is dog water. And I'm not at Cleveland without Deshaun Watson. There's a path that goes even better than I think it does. Now, I'm not going to lie. They don't start off particularly well, but after right. the bye week, it goes – it thins out a little bit you just you got so many teams on there that i believe in more than your jets uh like you said the first three games with the with the 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 browns the ravens and the Bengals. i don't even really care if deshaun watson plays and that's one of the dumber things you said that that is the third time you've said that to me today and that is the dumbest thing you have said all day no i don't do you remember jacoby Brissett in miami Mm -hmm. i need you to understand his weapons in miami were better than they would be in cleveland Really? With Amari Cooper? Uh, and then? And uh, Amari then Cooper and Two then. running backs who will go down your throat? Uh, yep. And you would see eight in the box constantly. That's my fear with Cleveland. And we'll talk about Cleveland later in this hour. Mm-hmm. If you saw some weird suspension on Deshaun Watson, that could go off the rails. Okay. I have a spicy, spicy on the Cleveland Browns. And then you got the Dolphins, the Packers, the Broncos all right there together. Then you get the Patriots which Bill always uh, gets his team up for the yeah, Patriots, yeah, for the just, uh, Jets. Yeah, just since you mentioned the O. Oh, and then you uh, got yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, let me – I'm going to I'm gonna make this sweeping declaration since we have – I've had a few Patriots fans that wanted to smart off at me about things I said last night. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you have to come to New York. I'm going to let you speak to this so it's not me saying it. What team am I better connected to than any in the NFL? It's the Jets. Yeah. Uh, they were so perturbed about what bill did to them last year Mm -hmm. they'll do it to you you mark my words they will do it to you if given the opportunity and i think they will have the opportunity okay the back half of that schedule though is where you're going to pick up wins absolutely uh you you got the you got the bears you got the uh the jaguars the lions the seahawks that's that's good for you know four winnable games on the back end of that schedule all right from the new york jets Let's go to the New England Patriots. This is where it gets fun for me. This is where it gets fun for me. Who are you going to beat before you play the Detroit Lions? You tell me in the first four weeks of that schedule who exactly you're supposed to beat. I, I don't have them winning any of those I, games. Neither do I. They've got neither the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. They've got the Miami Dolphins on the road. Uh, they got the Ravens and the Packers. Their schedule is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean unequivocally brutal i have new england going five and 12 i do as well i don't think this team's good i don't you benefited last year because the dolphins were not there there was a lot of turmoil a lot of a lot of strife the jets were awful Mm -hmm. and the schedule was nice not this year yeah not this year it's not i went through the schedule and i went okay these teams i know are clearly better than you and then there were other games where i went there's a chance that Bill could outcoach your coach. Who's the yeah, but? G- give me the yeah, but games on the schedule. This is always where I know, am I being delusional? Am I missing something? This is my new Cincinnati Bengals rule. All right, you tell me talent for talent who they're even in the ballpark of. Oh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, that's one of the yeah. wins. <laughs> right. And I, I, I think I made they it clear the, enough yeah, that they got the I'm Lions not talking about the, the Lions and the Bears. Yeah, they got the Lions I'm and the Bears. I'm talking about the games you have them losing. You tell me who they're even close to. 
They'll get oh. eviscerated by the Bills twice. Uh-huh. They'll get just demolished by the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. I actually have them beating New or uh, Miami in New England. Mm-hmm. You still win five games. There's a lot of Bengals, a lot of at the Raiders, that's coached by your former offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. who I promise you will take the opportunity to shellack you if he gets the opportunity. Yep. I don't think this team's good. That's one of the game. That's one of the games that I have them winning narrowly. The Raiders? Yeah. In Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm Seacrest out on that. I'm Seacrest out on that. <laughs> I got to go to that whole sensei versus the teacher versus the student thing. And I'm going to side with Bill on that one. Now, it may get to this point in the season because that's in week 15. It may get to the point in the, in the season where we go, okay, the Raiders are just unstoppable and there's no shot that Bill has to outcoach. Who defends Devontae Adams? End of message. That's a great question. Yeah, end of message. Mm -hmm. Bill's defense looks really good when the secondary's really good. Right. It's not. It's not. Miami Dolphins. I loved their offseason. I loved Loved everything that they did. I did not love their schedule. You did not like the schedule. Okay. I mean, it's pretty tough to start out because that's a team that that I have starting one and four. With you get the you get the New England Patriots to start out the season, and then you go Ravens, Bills, Bengals. That's three losses, mm-hmm. and I don't even think it's even that close. And then and then you're going to roll off some wins because mm-hmm. you got the Jets, winnable game. You got Minnesota Vikings. It's going to be a tough one, but you could win that. You got Pittsburgh Steelers, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. All those games winnable. At the end of the day, I come back to Miami with Tua Tungavaloa. And what I can unsee is the clip that has been circulating all over the interwebs where Tyreek Hill has to come back to catch the deep ball and it looks like he's fielding the punt. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me. I like a lot of what you have. This is a very different scheme than you're used to. So there's going to be some acclimation. Mm-hmm. I do think they're going to prove a point against New England because there's just a huge talent deficiency there. Then you go Baltimore, Buffalo, at the Bengals, at the Jets. You catch Minnesota and Pittsburgh at home before you finally lull off to a couple games you can that you should definitively win. I have I have Miami going nine and eight. Really? I think that's what they are. Okay. I think they're a nine and eight football team. I got them at ten and seven. The oh, first you probably have them beating the Jets both times, and I don't. Uh I do. I think those two teams are drastically closer than you do. Okay. And that's not me being a homer. If I was being a homer, I'd say, hey, we're actually the second best team in this division. Again, I, got, I, I wonder how good Mike McDaniel is going to be at limiting the opportunity for Tua to screw it up. Uh, armchair, and that's I, why he went out this past, this offseason and got five running backs. Uh, armchair, our resident Patriots fan, said, you also had them winning no more than seven games last year. Mm-hmm. How'd that playoff game go? Mm-hmm. That's I'm just gonna keep going back to that. Look at that. Uh, look at that schedule. Tell me how that playoff game went. Right. Now I got them at ten wins, and I think that I there's a possibility that they could be the last playoff team in the AFC. And see, I don't see that. I I don't see that. And then your 2022 or 2021 Super Bowl champion, Buffalo Bills. 
With Secret Time, they're his 2022 Super Bowl. You don't know that. I hadn't told you that yet. You already said it. You already said it at the early stages of this offseason that you thought they were going to win the championship again. I changed my mind. You don't know. Uh, Buffalo Bills, this is another team that's hard to find the losses. Uh, I have three. And they're all three on the road. At Baltimore, at Kansas City, at Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to level. I don't see how they lose any of the rest of these Mm -hmm. i don't know how somebody's supposed to go into ralph wilson and beat them yeah i have i have four losses for them as well you have losing the rams week one don't you i do yeah that's the there that's the discrepancy between the two i do i got the Rams. i got i got them losing to the rams i also have uh them losing at home to the cleveland browns i don't (laughs) let's let's just slide into the north because i i feel like you and i have a massive disagreement on this division Oh, into the AFC North? Yep. All right. I well, feel like we drastically disagree on this. <laughs> well, I, we're probably going to drastically disagree on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll I, start to then. Because I think they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. I do not. And I do not see how, after you got burned by this exact same thing last year, mm-hmm. I do not see how you're falling for this again. I'm falling for it again I, I, because I look I, I look at their schedule and I go, God, they're, it, I mean, it's just so tough. I don't disagree with any of that. I mean, you've got you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons. I mean, those are very winnable mm-hmm. games. You got the Jets on the schedule, which I think you'll win. I think you got the New England Patriots as well as a win. And from there, I don't know where el- who else you're supposed to beat. I'm not sitting here telling you this is a playoff team mm-hmm. because they're just flat out not. Mm-hmm. You're throwing dirt on them way quicker than I'm comfortable. I am, doing. and I said this last year. I know I got it wrong because mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin doesn't lose like this. Mm-hmm. Fact or fiction: Mitch Trubisky right now is a better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger was last year. I would say it's, it's a close. fact, and it's not even close. I'd say it's close. Ben didn't have an arm by week nine last year mm-hmm. it's not even close and here's the thing that nobody's talking about he's way more multiple ben was a statue mm-hmm. ben in a foot race would lose to me who does that benefit Najee harris this team is going to win by doing that thing that everybody's going away from Running the where way. you're missing this is there are only what four teams in the league mm-hmm that can really just line up 12 personnel and just absolutely punch you in the mouth. Pittsburgh Steelers are one of them. You like the other three, but you don't like Pittsburgh, which makes zero sense to me. Who are the other three? Philadelphia. Yeah. Baltimore. And the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. You like all three of them, but you hate Pittsburgh. It's part of the fact they're going to do the exact same thing. That's the dirty little secret of Pittsburgh. This league has gotten smaller, quicker, and less stout as time has gone on. What did they do? All they did was get gigantic. Look at the line. Look at the running backs. Look at the quarterback who's mobile enough that you you have to look at the fact that he can actually break containment and beat you that way. Mm -hmm. They're a really poor man's Baltimore. It's exactly what this team is. They're going to beat you defensively. And they're so good at getting after quarterbacks that it's going to be hard for you to score a lot of points on them. And, oh, by the way, the secondary is way better this year than it was last. 
Okay. Now, all of that being said, I still have them going nine and eight. So it's not like, oh, they're so good. I, I genuinely think you believe they're going to go four and 13 or something absolutely ridiculous. Bingo. Yeah, that's Nailed insane. That it. is insane. And that was better than the first time I went through the schedule because I had them with three wins. Yeah, I'll I'll take the uh, you know what I, I I feel like that could be our first uh, board wager of the year <laughs> because I think you are absolutely drunk out of your mind. I am. I'll go all the way to six and a half and take anything you want. Right, anything. Now that being said, they do still finish last in this division. Of course, they it's do. Just that good. Of course they do because I think everybody else in the division is that much better than them. And they're and again, I don't feel like they got any favors with the schedule because they do have to play the New Orleans Saints. They got to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got the Miami Dolphins, the Bengals, obviously the Ravens twice. You got the Raiders. I don't see how you're going to keep up with them. The Buffalo Bills are on this schedule. It's just it's a daunting schedule, and that's why I think they pick up so many losses this year. But again, have to say it, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. He he very well could mm-hmm. figure out a way. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. I really don't care about the Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, obviously, it's going to matter if the if the commissioner comes out and says, "Oh, he's done for half the season." I don't think that's happening. I've already I stated. I think that there will be a suspension, and I think it's going to be four games. I have already stated I don't think there will be a suspension. Mm-hmm. I did the schedule that way. Mm-hmm. I have the Cleveland Browns at eleven and six. Now. I also have them starting 4-0. If, we'll go with your four-game suspension. Yep. If Deshaun Watson misses the first four games of this season, they go 8-9 and and miss the playoffs by a drastic amount because they will start 1-3. Their first win will be against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. You trot Jacoby Brissett. Well, I shouldn't have said it that way. They'll beat Carolina in Carolina. <laughs> so they go 9-8. and that's the to me mm-hmm. that suspension is the difference. Do the Browns make the playoffs or do they not make the playoffs? Okay, I I re- I don't care. Uh, I think they have the capability, the the weapons that they have, the ability to run the ball. I think the defense is good. I think they have the ability to win all four of those first games. All right, so let me ask you a question. Yep, because this makes absolutely no sense to me. Who is a better quarterback right now, Jacoby Brissett or Mitch Trubisky? Oh, it's Mitch. Who has better receivers, the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Cleveland Browns? The fact oh, you're thinking—I was about to say—the fact you're thinking about this is bothering well, me. Well, I got to think about who's who on has the, team. the better running backs. Oh, it's Cleveland, not by as much as you think. Nick Chubb and Najee Harris to me with legitimate lines—it's a wash. Hmm. Okay, you have two of them. Sweet. Whose defense is better? Pittsburgh. There you go. You hate one and you love the other. That makes zero sense to me. None. And Cleveland's schedule is tougher than Pittsburgh's is. That makes absolutely unequivocally no sense to me. You've been doing it all day, and I've been waiting mm-hmm. to bait you into this. You're not baiting me into anything. The first four games of that schedule, uh, you got to get past the Steelers. Jacoby That's the toughest and one. the Jets. I'm telling you right now, you undersell that team. You go into Cleveland with with Jacoby Brissett, it right. will not go well. Okay. The last time we saw him start a game, he threw three interceptions and a half. Mm-hmm. And with Jalen Waddell and Devontae Parker and Mike Gesicki, you do realize it's Amari Cooper and a bunch of question marks, right? Mm-hmm. You do get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland's one of those teams I look at and go, you know what? I'm going to bet the under because there are so many people like you that have this nonsensical argument on them, and I don't know what they are. The problem is right now I can't get them. 
I would be eating this bet alive if I could get it anywhere. But Vegas agrees with me, and they're terrified of how leveraged they would be right. if there's no Deshaun Watson. Right. With him, they're, a, they're not a division contender with him to me. I still like Cincinnati better. I still like Baltimore better. Agreed. Without him, and especially if you told me it was for anything more than four games, mm-hmm. that team's in trouble. Yep. Because what, what we didn't say here, look what happens after that four-game stretch. You go Chargers, New England Patriots, at the Ravens, Bengals in your house. I got news for you. Deshaun Watson does not start this season. That team's 2-6, and six, and I think I'm being nice mm-hmm. because I'm giving you one of those Jets or uh, Pittsburgh Steelers games, and I think you'd lose both of them. They could be 1-7 if he missed the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. That's how big of a difference there is here. Yeah. Now, Again, I don't think with him, yeah. I have them at 5-3. Six and two, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I think Deshaun will be around for the majority of the schedule. Well, like I said, I and think he'll be around for every game. I don't see mm-hmm. how you're going to convince a judge, which is where this would go. That would go to arbitration. Got in play a snap last year. Well, technically, we didn't suspend him. Could he have played for the team he played for? No. Yep. And they made that very clear. Yep. I think you're going to struggle to get a judge to side with you. If or an you, arbiter or how, however exactly yeah. that would go. If you get a full season, I think that's a 12-win team. If you get a full season of Deshaun Watson, they get 12 wins. I have them at 11 with Deshaun ugly without him. Problem is, at the top of the division, you got the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll take a quick break. We'll do the rest of the, a- the AFC North. And the other two divisions in the AFC as well. Coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Who's gonna break the news? 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 Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, live from the Ingles studio. And yes, breaking news. It appears that Jarvis Landry is going back home. The New Orleans Saints. According to reports, are going to be signing Jarvis Landry, and that means that offense could be terrifying. I mean, I like the move. It's just now you have three slot receivers. And that's fine. I, I mean, I don't care. Right. I, I didn't say I cared. It's just that that is that that would be a little unnerving to me. Uh, Jameis Winston now has all of the targets to play with, with Alvin Kamara. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, and a guy that we believed in when he was drafted, Adam Troutman. I like this New Orleans team a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot. Yep, yep. So, uh, you and I already uh, went through the process today of picking the games after the 2022 NFL schedule release, and we both got them winning the division. In that case, just got very much stronger with the addition of Jarvis Landry. Let's get weird. On the weird scale, 
There's Vegas. There's Florida. And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, I told you yesterday about a weird lawsuit, and now here's another one. Just a reminder, you can no longer call men bald because that sexual harassment. Uh, Coming from the bald guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this one comes to us from India, where a, uh, a, a pair of parents are very upset with their kid. Well, he's no longer a kid. He's a grown-up now. And they have put all of their life savings into making sure that he had the best start possible to his life. They sent him to America, paid for him to go through school. He was going to be a pilot. He never got the job. He comes back to India. They put him up for two years, arranged a marriage for him. And now it's been two years since he's been married to this uh, woman, and there is no grandchild. So they are suing him for emotional distress because they don't have a grandchild. They say it's been mental torture not to have a grandchild to play with and that if uh, you know if they had one, then it would be easier to cope with the fact that they drained their life savings to set their son up. So they are suing their own son for, uh, what is it, $650,000 unless there's a child born within the next year. Uh, I don't think you're going to get to play with that child regardless. That it, This is the definition of frivolous lawsuit. Like, go, go, go away. I don't know. The culture is so different in India I, and, and the I, judge and may I completely, go with them. And I completely get that. Right. But yeah. You have, you have broken a relationship here. I feel like <laughs> the courts were not required for this. A Washington state trooper made a surprising discovery on Wednesday. He got behind a U-Haul and there was something about the U-Haul that was a little strange to, to him. It had two license plates because whoever rented this had driven a geo tracker into the back of the U-Haul. It's literally held in place by bungee cords. They rented a U-Haul to drive a car. Obviously, the trooper, his name is Trooper Cunningham, pulled them over on Highway 97, just north of Okanagan, good, Washington. Good try. Good try. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of consonants. Jonathan in that word. Welch, uh, you're you're from up that way. Okanagan is what it looks like. Uh, well, when he cited the driver for a, an unsafe procedure, why did you do this? Thinking that he would say the car doesn't run, so he didn't want to drive it. He didn't want to drive it, so he drove it in the back of a U-Haul and bungeed it into the back. Mm-hmm. The back wheels are hanging out of the back of this U-Haul. Oh, my gosh. And here's the thing, and, and maybe this is me just looking at this objectively. Had you gotten a bigger U-Haul, no one would have ever known. You went cheap on the U-Haul, so the back end of the car was hanging out. But would it not have been cheaper to get a truck It would have been cheaper to just drive the car. Well, they do give you trailers. Oh, well, in theory. That, right. I didn't so even you think could have that. rented a truck from U-Haul, like a, a pickup truck, with the trailer to haul your car on. Uh, I've done Welch, that before. Uh, Jonathan Welch has uh, weighed in. It's Oak Anagan. Oak Anagan. Oak Anagan. Okay. Thank you for spelling that phonetically. 
Which is we also, really need to normalize spelling things phonetically. Which is also the legal term for beating someone in the head with a stick. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. 2022 NFL schedule release. We're going over all of the schedules here. And let's talk about the two top teams, expected to be anyway, in the AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals, your defending Super Bowl runner-up. The reigning, defending AFC champion, uh-huh. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals, another one that goes. So last year it was, where are they going to win a game? And this year it's, where are they going to lose a game? Yeah, it's a little different. And this schedule is brutal. I don't think it matters. I still have them going 13-4. and four. I do too. I still have them going 13-4. and four. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who's supposed to go in there and beat them on their own home field. I do have them losing a couple games on the road. I'm losing at Baltimore, at Cleveland, at Pittsburgh, and at Tampa Bay. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I got them losing to Buffalo on their own home field. It's the only one. And that's that's one of those pivot games. I, you know, they've got Kansas City. They could lose that one. I don't have them losing that one, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, I would actually, say at worst they're eleven and six. I'm probably on the high side because I do really like this team. Yeah, I actually have them at fourteen and three. I have them thirteen and four because I don't have them losing to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just don't see how that defense is going to be able to stop them. It'll be close. It'll be a shootout game, much like their game with Kansas City is going to be. I think that game week eighteen will be for the division. Them and the Baltimore Ravens, because I have Baltimore going 13-4 as well. Mm-hmm. And the way this broke down, whoever wins that will win the division. Yep. And the loser will be the first wild card, and I, this is such a good division. It is. It's a, Especially if you get a full season of Deshaun Watson. You're going to have three teams that are very, very hard to beat. The Baltimore Ravens, I also had them at 14-3. and three. And they win the tiebreaker. So we breaker. both had them tied, mm-hmm. and you just had them winning the tiebreaker yep. with one more win than I did. Yep. Uh, or, you know, I didn't do the tiebreaker myself. This little program that we use picked the tiebreaker Which for is us. phenomenal. Uh, people should make more apps like this that make life easier. Yep. Uh, Next.playoffpredictors.com was the website that I found. Yeah, you kind of need to learn how to use Flash, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it is it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, I had them losing on the road to the New Orleans Saints. I got them losing on the road to the Cleveland Browns late in the season and on the road to the Cincinnati Bengals to close it out. That's how the division got tied at the end. Didn't matter because the tiebreaker went to the Baltimore Ravens anyway. I just don't see, as long as this team stays healthy, I think they are the best team in the AFC they're they're very daunting they added a ton in the draft i've just i've loved everything baltimore's done and really all they had to do to be really formidable was get healthy Mm -hmm. now they seem to be healthy and they've added a lot of toys to that team yes indeed now the most competitive division as was said by jeremy green earlier today uh is the afc west you still stand by that i do I think it's the best division I've ever seen in the NFL. Russell Wilson goes to Denver, and the Denver Broncos, can they break through? 
with Russell Wilson. Can Will it be, though he's just a winner, will that make that much of a difference for them to make some noise in the AFC West? Will it make a difference? Yes. They're going to be much tougher than they were a year ago, obviously. That being said, I don't think they're as good as everybody makes them out to be. Well, some believe that they're a no-doubt playoff team. And I don't. And I don't either. I don't have them in the playoffs. I have them breaking even on the season. You're right there with me. I've got them at 9-8. and eight. I got them at 9-8. and eight. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, they're still the worst team in this division. I, I feel like Russell Wilson left one situation in the NFC for another in the AFC that is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Now, a year from now, could that be different? Absolutely. Could things break your way? Yeah. I don't think you're going into L.A. and beating the Rams. I don't think you're going into Kansas City and beating the Chiefs. They lose a lot of games on the road. Yeah. The thing that hurt them the most was the fact that everybody else in the AFC, or at least the contenders in the AFC, got better. Last and they year, got better, last just year, not as much better. Last year, if you'll remember, you kept you kept giving me the business because I kept saying they are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Well, now they got Russell Wilson, and I still don't feel like they're a, they're a Super Bowl contender. I don't either. I, I think they're a good team. They're a, a, a just outside of the playoff team, but I think they're easily the the worst team in this division. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start out the season with a rough stretch with the 49ers, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Chargers. Tough four-game stretch. We're going to know who this team is within the first seven weeks of the season. Now let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. How do you feel about your Raiders? This is the team last year that I took so much crap from of, oh, we're better than you think we are. Well, I still feel like you're the third best team in this division. I I do as well. And I think you're probably going to have them better than I do. I have them at 10 and 7. I do too. That's exactly where I have them. They got they had no favors done at the beginning of the schedule. They they're in the same boat that the Jets are in. The two winnable games early are oh, they're in the exact opposite position. The 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 games that you should have won are at home. The Games against teams that are as good as you or better are on the road. So I have them starting two and three, but finishing ten and seven. Mm-hmm. I am very similar to you. Ten and seven is about the best I can do. The first time I did, I went through the schedule. I did have uh, I had thirteen wins for this team, and I went. I think I, I went a little too far, but it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if they got hot. And they're going to be very good, and they're going to be very tough to stop offensively. Yeah, the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams marriage, maybe it is as good as we all think it's going to be. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I went through the schedule, and I got them at 11-6. and six. It's the best I could do. I think year two of Brandon Staley is going to be different. And I just feel like their offense is going to be so formidable that that's what's going to carry them through. And that's not even counting what they added on the defensive side with Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. And see, I'm I'm more overboard on the Chargers. I have them 13-4. Okay. I just To me, there's not a lot of losable games on the schedule. I, I mean, you look at that, that game with Cleveland. Could they go into Cleveland and lose? They could. Mm-hmm. If it's Jacoby Brissett, not a shot. Not a shot. I have it with Deshaun Watson, and I don't think Cleveland would have a shot in that circumstance. 
I do too. I just think be, they're very, very good. I think that would be. Uh, uh, I think that'll be Deshaun's first game back, and you shouldn't expect him to win that game. And I'll be honest with you, I don't care. I don't care if he's played every one of those. I, I have chalked this up as he will be there. Mm-hmm. I still have them losing to the Chargers. And how about the Kansas City Chiefs? They lost Tyreek Hill in the offseason. But other than that, we still believe in the core of this team. The defense is still a question for me. But how much better did it get? I think losing Tyron Matthew is more of a issue than people make it to be. I think losing Tyreek Hill is going to be a headache. And yet I still can't find many games that I think they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. That team is so talented. They're so well coached. I have them fourteen and three winning the division. I got them at thirteen and four winning the division. They'll be the three seed in the playoffs. And I mean, there are some there are some pivotal games with the Chiefs, especially early, because you get Tampa in Tampa, mm-hmm. which I think they will win. I just don't like the way. First of all, what you did to them in the Super Bowl, they have not forgotten that. Mm-hmm. And I don't love how you match up with a team that's this multiple. They have five receivers that are going to be basically interchangeable pieces. And I don't like that matchup. But it doesn't they lose matter that, that any absolutely. of them are none of them are that good. I don't agree with you. Juju Smith-Schuster is a fantastic slot receiver. Sky Moore is going to be really hard to line up with because he's so fast. Okay. And you have to have a lot of that. There are a lot of players on that team are really fast. I think they're going to run the ball better than they did last year. And the defense is pretty good. Okay. I mean, I still haven't won in the division. I just don't see them as the usual uh, no-doubter, I guess I could say. They are a team that they could make me look dumb. Not to the point of San Francisco, Cleveland, a couple others. But I just believe in Andy Reid, and as long as Pat Mahomes is the quarterback of that team, I don't really care. All right, how about the AFC South? Yeah, we got two teams that are way above the other two teams in this division. Yeah, let's uh, let's just go ahead and knock out the two bad ones. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, how many wins you got? Not many. I have not. You have none? I don't have them winning a game. You don't have them winning a game? Nope. I didn't, and I know that's not going to happen. I do, but it's only, uh, their schedule's gross. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't believe in the team. They might be able to snake one on the road against the Detroit Lions at some point. They could win one at home against the Houston Texans. I've got them beating the Giants and the, and the Texans. That's their two wins. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that team's just not good. No. It's not good. It's listless. And the schedule is brutal. They have the toughest schedule of a team that's this bad that Mm -hmm. I think I've ever seen. They have the chance to be a favorite in one game. And that's... I don't even know what that is. The Houston Texans. Well, it's Houston when they play in Jacksonville. Yeah. I think they will be favored against the Giants in Jacksonville. Okay. That's it. I mean, but other than that, I don't know who they're supposed to beat. Right. I mean, you think they're going to go on the road and beat the Eagles or the Chargers or the Chiefs? I said the same thing about them last year, and they ended up getting a couple of surprise wins on the season. So they could, they the could third theoretically easiest do the game. Same. The third, I mean, it's just for posterity's sake. Outside of the two games with the Texans and the Giants, your fourth easiest game on the schedule is at the Jets. 
they're going to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do get that, right? I'm sure somebody's going to be, Jacksonville's way better. They spent all this money. And they're not drastically better than they were a year ago. No, they're not. And they're they're not even really all that better on paper, in my opinion, than the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are in the same dang boat. And it's the schedule looks exactly the same. The winnable games are on the road. So you would have to go into Chicago and beat them, which mm-hmm. I don't see happening. Mm-hmm. You'd have to – I mean, you're not beating Tennessee or Indianapolis or the Cowboys or the Dolphins. The Giants is on the road. I have them winning a game, and it's against Jacksonville and Houston. I have them winning two games, and they're both against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oof. I, yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go that far. But <laughs> the bottom of this division is terrible. That's why we did it quickly. Exactly. Now the rest of the AFC South, Tennessee Titans. How much? You know, how can they even come close to being the number one seed again in the AFC playoffs? I don't think. No, so. I think they're Tennessee at this point is one of those teams that you have a few pivotal games that depending on how they go. And I had them splitting with Indianapolis. Depending on how those games go, you're either going to be a back end of the playoff team or if Indianapolis fell on their face with, with the Matt Ryan thing just didn't work or however that happens, mm-hmm. you could still win the division. I just think Indianapolis is better than Tennessee. But I do still think they're a playoff team. I, I've got them just on the outside of the playoffs at 11-6. and six. That's exactly where I have them. And they are my they are the seventh team in the AFC playoffs. Yeah, they got knocked out of the playoffs in my project, project projections by the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are my six, so they're gonna they're gonna be in a dogfight for a playoff spot. It all comes down to how good can Ryan Tannehill be, and how much can Traylon Burks supplant what they miss from AJ Brown being dealt. Derrick Henry stays healthy. This is a team that can punch anybody in the mouth. We've seen that over and over and over again. I mean, heck, even in the Buffalo game last year, remember how they just surprisingly hung in with uh, hung in with them, and then Buffalo couldn't capitalize at the end of the game to get the win. So there will be opportunities for them to win a lot of games, but I just feel like they're a team that's that's not there yet. And then there's the Indianapolis Colts which their schedule, compared to what they're putting out on the field, with Matt Ryan now at quarterback, with better weapons now, with that running game, with better defense, it was hard for me to find losses. Uh, I had them losing at the Raiders, home against the Chiefs, splitting with the Titans, and losing in Denver. That's it? That's it. Yeah. 13-4, and and I have them win the division. I got them at fourteen and three, and I th- I know that's high side, that's pie in the sky, but I got them at fourteen and three, and they're right there in a fight for the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. All right, do you want to go through the playoffs now? We'll do it on the other side of the commercial. We'll do it on the other side of the commercial break. We'll be right back here on ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. 
Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Back here on ESPN, Asheville, Tank Spencer, and Flostradamus, Jeremy Green. All right, playoffs. Talk about playoffs already? All right, let's see. What do we got? Uh, for me, the first round of the AFC playoffs, you get the Chargers and the Colts, the Ravens and the Bengals, the Titans and the Bills. I would take the Bengals, Bills, Chargers. Mm-hmm. NFC, you get the Bucks at the Eagles, Rams at the Saints, Vikings at the Packers. I would go Bucks, Rams, Packers. Okay. I like it. Uh, I have the... Ravens get the bye. They ended up as the number one seed. That's who got my bye as well. For me. Uh, your other playoff teams end up being, uh, it's not showing me the full bracket here. So, Or no, my, I, I apologize. My bye was Kansas City. Uh, so you end up with the Indianapolis Colts against the Los Angeles Chargers. You've got the Kansas City Chiefs against the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills against the uh cleveland browns over in the nfc the rams were my number one overall seed you got the um green bay packers and the minnesota vikings in the first round tampa bay buccaneers and the san francisco 49ers and the uh indianapolis or excuse me the uh new orleans saints going up against the philadelphia eagles i paired all of that down to being a super bowl matchup between the rams and the Ravens. And the Ravens are my winner. And I paired all mine down to a matchup between... <clears throat> if you saw us do this show last year, <sighs> this should sound very familiar. A matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and my 2023 <laughs> Super Bowl champion nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, we're both picking AFC teams to win the Super Bowl this year in our first gut reaction breakdown of the 2022 NFL schedule. And yes, we do see how absolutely ludicrous it is to go through this, but no doubt. It is shocking if you look to what we did last year when we did this, how accurate it was. Mm -hmm. I got six of the seven playoff teams in the AFC, and I got five of the seven playoff teams in the NFC. Now, we won't talk about those that I missed mm-hmm. because those did not go particularly well. <laughs> and the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals were the, uh, they were the champion of that. Yep. I got the Ravens. He's got the Bills. 
And we'll see how this season does unfold. Oh, it's so good. We've got a schedule. We can buy tickets. We can do all of the things that we have to do with the NFL season. It's going to be a whole lot of fun going through the entire offseason process and has been fun going through the entire offseason process here uh, with each and every one of you. We've got uh, the, you know, today Jarvis Landry winding up with the New Orleans Saints, which shifts the balance of power a little bit in the NFC South. Um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be a fun one, and we're glad you're along on the ride with us here in the Ingles studio. Always brought to you by Ingles Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. And, uh, yeah, best of luck to your team in this uh, upcoming season. We'll be back right here at 3 o'clock on Monday. Full week of shows. We're not going to have football to talk about, but we're going to have a lot of fun. You never know how the NFL is going to win the day uh, on the media cycle.